Coming to you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet recording for the last time. In this area. In, in this studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. We're just, moving. No, just period. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving. Hey, it's the Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the, the Noobs. And this is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who haven't. So welcome to episode number 122, covering series eight, episode seven, Kill the Moon. As you do. You know. Yeah, <laughs> as, as as one does. This is the one where the Doctor and Clara and Courtney discover that the moon isn't really the moon, except that it is the moon. It's just that the moon has always been an egg. Because uh, that that's that's what it comes. And out once to. the egg hatches, it's just another egg. Did y'all catch? Did y'all catch the? Uh, I mean, they kind of like did this thing where it was like, "What's the deal? Was the moon replaced at some point with an egg?" And it's like, nope, it's just always been an egg. Yeah. Which, Sure, like, whatever. What? Okay. What? <laughs> so this was story number 248. Corbin has feelings. <laughs> episode, uh, sorry, not episode, that. but story number 248. Coming up on 250. I just realized that. Mm. Uh, this was originally aired October 11th, 2014 to 7.11 million viewers. That's a little... Very uh, disappointed viewers. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> for a disappointing of, show what kind of feelings do you have <laughs> uh, this was written by paul wilmshurst and directed by peter bennett now peter bennett sounds vaguely familiar but paul wilmshurst does not uh is this the first time we've uh, is this the first time we've uh we've heard from this guy it was not written by him trip it was written by peter harness you lied what uh, this must be left over from last week. No, 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 no. It was it, it was produced it. by Paul Wilmshurst. Ah, uh, here, we, yeah, yeah. Never heard of him either. I, <laughs> well, he's the producer. We don't usually uh, pay much attention. Yeah, to, I guess uh, the producer. All three of them are at the same area, so I just I guess I copied in the wrong one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this was actually written by Peter Harness, produced. Oh gosh, where did it go? Directed <laughs> by. Oh my gosh, Trip. What did you do? <laughs> It was what written by Peter Harness, directed <laughs> by Paul Wilmshurst. Oh, wait, what? And produced by Peter Bennett. Oh, so that's where I messed up. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Professionals over here. Indeed. P- Paul Wilmshurst. Only been which doing is this for like three years now. That's, that's, that's the English equivalent of uh, Irish McStereotype. <laughs> Peter, uh, Paul Wilmshurst. The third. Uh, anywho, so um, yeah, this one definitely felt uh, a little different. So that's what I was wondering. But Peter Harness, we've heard from him before. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not the first episode he's done. Uh, so I don't know. We're, we're definitely we're definitely getting some some different episodes. Uh, so we've got a, a a new doctor. I guess that's the time to like try some new stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Uh, maybe Peter was stretching his wings. I don't think that we've seen Peter prior to the 12th Doctor, though. He may be new this season. So I, maybe that's, that's... I don't know. I don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try and, like, uh-huh. you know, pay attention a little bit to the names. Yeah. Um, but at any rate. Uh, under the cast, uh, long overdue, we had Courtney Woods, played by Ellis George. And um, I was like, hey, let me go check out her stuff. And realized, I was like, huh, I know we get her in a few episodes, I wonder when her last episode is. Guess what? It's this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the last time we see Courtney. They built this character they really so didn't. well. Um, but yeah. This it, could it, totally it, be like a character. What do we know about her so far? She's a bad kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Well, I mean, no, I, I would say that we've been building her character up to this point. 
Like this is what, yeah. this is why, this episode is why we kept hearing about Courtney because we were going to do this episode. But yeah. I see what she you're saying. She didn't play that big of a role in this episode, to be honest. Yeah, she did. She was there the entire I mean, episode. Well, no, remember, she's she, the like, reason they took the trip. The, oh, it, true. She's the reason she they even, went to the moon. She even killed the first thing so, to figure out that it was bacteria. Yeah, oh, yeah, sprayed it with the... <laughs> when it came <laughs> down to the important so voting part, everyone's like, yeah, we're not going to listen to you because you're a kid, so... Well, yeah, but uh, but that's that's the thing is like she was standing up for like what she thought was right. Yeah. And everything. So she kind of influenced Clara. She, you know what she was? She was Clara's companion. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> da, da, da. The companion. Yeah. The companion. Um, so if you look up her IMDb, she is credited for Doctor Who. And then, uh, oh, gosh, what's the other thing? Um, some other Doctor Who thing, like Doctor Who behind the scenes or something like that. Oh, like, yeah, of course. Uh, Doctor Who extras or something like that. That was uh, so 2014. Her next credit is uh, a show that is premiering like right now. <laughs> it's like, uh, actually, I think the pilot is going to air uh, five days from the time of recording. So y'all guys would have already yeah. So it's, it's seen a, the it's first a episode. BBC miniseries watch. called Small Axe. That is literally all I know you about mean it. A hatchet. Uh, <laughs> Never mind the title. Oh, they got the title wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to write to the BBC. Uh, so at any rate, she didn't do anything in the intervening years, or at least not anything that hit the IMDb radar, which that thing's pretty exhaustive. So mm-hmm. um, she, she did this, and then she did Small Axe, which is uh, premiering not on BBC out. right now, this yeah. this fall on BBC. <laughs> uh, and it's a miniseries. So typical British fashion, they're going to do like probably six episodes, and then boom, and then, they're done. And that's that's <laughs> forever. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Guys, Noobs in the Whovian is brought to you by R5 Website Management. You know the drill. If you're a small business or a big business, any kind of business, <laughs> and you don't have a website, you don't have a business. So you need to head over to store.r5websitemanagement. Get your hosting, get your domain registration, get you a, a, a easy drag and drop website builder if you're a DIY kind of person. Or if you know WordPress, you can get some uh, great managed WordPress hosting that includes backups and security scanning and your SSL certificate and all these great things. And if that was a bunch of words that you didn't understand, then you definitely need <laughs> the help of our site website management, our R5, five website management. Uh, I came up with a name for the business. You would think that I, <laughs> you yeah. would think I could say it. Uh, that's what we do, guys. We help you uh, get your website uh, up off the ground and running. If you already have a website and, you know, hey, the contact form is broken or the thing that used to flippity do doesn't flippity do anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We come in, we help you fix that stuff, manage it, uh, keep it running for you so you can focus on your business instead of having to worry about your website because websites uh, are complicated and take a lot of time. So uh, head on over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Use the code noobs at checkout. Get 15% off your entire order. And if you need help beyond that, email me, Austin, at r5websitemanagement.com, and we can help you get started with your awesome website today. So that brings us down to the checklist. The uh, name of the episode, uh, episode, episode, episode. Yeah. Episode. That's how I you like say to that eat apples and bananas. Uh, name of the episode spoken in dialogue. Yes, several times. The doctor said it at least twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the first time he said it, it was like a question mark. Yeah. He was like, kill the moon. You want <laughs> to kill <laughs> the moon? Uh, and it was like, uh, yeah, uh, we do. <laughs> it's like destroying the earth. Why yeah. wouldn't we? Uh, the creature of the week. Uh, so we had two creatures of the week. You had the, the main creature that we had to worry about that was the bacteria spiders i think is what the uh the wakia called them the or the spider bacteria one uh corbin hates this 
Discuss. Uh, period. <laughs> Honestly, this isn't a problem exclusive to Doctor Who. Oh, of course not. That I hate. But whenever you have, you know, like, oh, it's a living planet. The bacteria. I'm sorry, a living what? A living planet. Okay, you said it with so much gusto, there was like an extra syllable. You're like, planet. <laughs> so, anyways, when you have like a living planet, when you have a giant organism. Yeah, what? I can't, uh, like, there's that one from Marvel. Whatever, it's not important, but like. Galactus or whatever? No, that's a, that's a, whatever. Like an actual Sorry. planet that is living, but also okay. say Galactus. For some reason, they're. Oh, ego. The back, yeah, that's the one. The bacteria are bigger than. Yeah. Human back. That's okay. It's just a bacteria so we can have conflict. is a single cell. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. It's so we can have conflict. I mean, I'm not wrong. It's just you're not wrong, but your brother was ranting. Shut up and wait your turn. Bacteria. Gosh, why bacteria are, are single-celled organisms? This man did his research. Uh-huh. I don't even have to do research. I knew what I'm saying. Like you were like seventh grade <laughs> biology. Well, what I'm saying is you were like, wait, I'm right about this, right? I'm not. I, I, I'm remembering yeah. this right. And so I looked, looked it, up. it up and everything. They single yep. cell. So unless you have a cell that is shaped like a spider and the size of a person, it's not a bacteria. <laughs> and just so, I guess you can say. I mean, oh, is they're it, like bacteria. Right. But they're right. a. They're yeah. not bacteria, and b. They're really not. Like the Daleks. like bacteria in any way, if they're you know six orders of magnitude bigger, it's just not the same thing. <laughs> and like the Daleks robo bacteria. Oh yeah, right. Bacteria no, that, that was the, actual um, antibodies. And yeah. antibodies. Yeah, and that's no, the thing. Is, I, I don't think he was saying this is bacteria as much as he was but saying they shot it with germ spray. Okay, and that's true. Died. <laughs> it, it he died. killed it with antibacterial. Uh, he essentially <laughs> killed it with Lysol. Is what he did. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, Mr. Clean. Uh, so, <laughs> so it is actual bacteria this is true. that are this is true. similar yes. enough to the bacteria on Earth. Hey, you know, right on yeah. us, specifically that, that attack humans. Yeah, yeah, that we can kill it with antibacterial right. stuff. <laughs> Plus, I'm just gonna say <laughs> that's funny. There's not life on the moon. I think. Humanity yeah. can be pretty confident in saying there isn't just life hiding in the crevices of the moon or something. <laughs> have you been to the crevices? No, but like, a, have you been to the moon? People, How do you know it's not a hologram? Can, yeah. How <laughs> do you know it's not a hologram? I did now. I just <laughs> no, no. But I, I, I say that half jokingly, conspiracy theory jokes. But also, the doctor said that right. Clara's like, well, I mean, we don't kill the moon. I've seen it. It's in the future, and he's like. Yeah, but did you? He's like, maybe that's a made-up one. Maybe it's a hologram. Maybe, maybe we it's were so something sad else. we destroyed yeah. it that we replaced it with a fake one. You right? Know? Yeah, yeah. With the styrofoam um, moon. Yeah, and I was just thinking uh, <laughs> styrofoam. I was just thinking uh, how many conspiracy theory nuts went crazy that <gasps> week. Ballistic. Wow, oh, the doctor is in on it. You know, he gets it. He's understanding. Uh, uh, so anyway, so we had the bacteria spider. Then we had the egg slash. Space dragon? <laughs> uh, yeah. Space dinosaur? I think we it saw it what was for like it? five seconds. definitely talk more about it. We saw later, a massive creature the size of the moon for like all of five seconds. Uh, yeah. And then it just flew away. Right. So, seemingly the are we going to wait till the can we talk about section? Yeah. I will oh, say yeah. though, it they made it sound like 
everyone on the planet Earth saw that happen. So I guess the moon was just visible from all points on Earth at the same time or something. Wait, they, they said what? No, they didn't say that every single person saw well, that. Well, okay, so I'm at night sleeping. I wake up in the morning to the news that the moon has hatched, but the moon is still in the sky, and there's a bunch of videos of, like, grainy videos of something coming out of the moon i would totally think that was fake for yeah that quite a would, while that would be very difficult to 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 try and accept and be like this is this the is it april 1st is this the biggest especially joke ever the moon you can see right. the moon most clearly at night when everyone would be sleeping so even the few people that saw it and will assume surely someone got a video of it but no right. one would believe that there'd be like there is no way yeah. that happened. I can see the moon. I think I think I think you'd be at a point where so many people saw it happen, and there were so many videos from yeah, so many like different plates. Eventually, yeah, 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 absolutely. But you know, it would take it would take a couple of days of of Twitter debate. Of, no, but ah, it's really, a hoax. though, it ah, did happen. It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> until like black some major government leader comes out and like, no, I saw this with my own yeah. eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. I also Except love that the plan though that involves having everyone on Earth cut out. <laughs> Their lights, which ah, we'll get there. Um, so Corbin, do me a favor though, drop down into the can we talk about section and put something in there about wings and space, okay? Because you reminded me of something, mm, yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, guys, just just a, a quick heads up as we as we move along, uh, something happened to our notes, so we're <laughs> like, yeah. we've reconstructed our notes. So if you hear us going, oh, right, that thing, add that to the notes, uh, yeah, we had I don't know where they went, I took notes, I know I did, mm -hmm. and they're just gone thanks google drive so anyways um yeah we had the egg slash space dragon is there anything that we want to mention here that or are we pretty much going to we're, we're pretty much going to cover it down below right mm -hmm. yeah so suffice it to say the moon was an egg except the egg was the moon like it's not like it happened at some point like yeah. it was always an egg apparently and, uh, and by the way always will be a different egg uh, well yeah that's part of what we'll get into <laughs> but the idea is that essentially it's an egg that takes like billions millions of years, of years to gestate yeah. because no one has ever known a time where there was not a moon. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So like, and that moon, which, oh gosh, there's another thing I, I should mention there. Like apparently the eggs are identical and have the same bumps on them. Because oh yeah. The two eggs. Well, not to mention, apparently it's one of those, the tribble or is that it? <laughs> yep. Don't. No. Nope, nope. 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 Yep. Put it down in the notes. We're gonna get there. Gosh. Uh, There's a lot I to know talk about in the can we talk about? <laughs> I know where you're going. And yes. Well, no. Okay. All right. So yeah. Do you want to such vague talk, here, notes? Ta no. Here. Talk about that here because that's 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 separate. So you're saying it's born pregnant. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. More than born pregnant, it gave birth five seconds after hatching and then flew off into the oblivion or wherever it went to. So I. Well, I, I mean, it, so it was a triple. Apparently, it was a space dragon triple. I, I guess. <laughs> but then also, apparently, it just hatches every couple hundred million years. And we've and never had the tech. Moon. Well, we don't well, no, know. I mean, we've never had the technology. Presumably, time. it takes so long that even the doctor has never noticed it or heard about it before. So it must <laughs> well, clearly because it's like a five second event every yeah. <laughs> five million years, whatever they said it was. I right, right. So and 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 yeah, presumably the last time it hatched was probably pre-humanity. I would I would have to venture. <laughs> yeah, because it was millions of years. Next time so. it hatches, there like what won't be any pure humans left or whatever the crap. So no, that was the year five billion. So oh uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, anyways. 
<laughs> good old uh, Cassandra, which interestingly enough, Cassandra was in the sidebar on the Wikia for this episode. <laughs> There's always like related articles and she was on there. I wonder why that was. Um, so anyways, that brings us down to jiggery pokery. The only thing that we really had here was about the psychic paper. Courtney apparently used it as a fake ID, which I think which is hilarious. They believe she's like 13. Like it's, it's you have the an psychic I- paper. That's what it does. The psychic paper doesn't make you look older. It makes them think you have an ID. Fake IDs exist. They're like, that's a load of bull crap. You're not 18. It's a psychic paper. I would not have given that child alcohol. (laughs) So, I guess... Well, we don't know what she used the fake ID for. Maybe she rented a car. The legal limit is 16 in Europe, right? I don't know. So, who knows? Maybe she could have gotten away with it. It's about to be 20... No, I'm sorry. That's that's something different. Smoking is about to go up to 21 in the U.S. Wait, hey. I thought it already did. Uh, maybe it did. Something. I don't know. I heard something about it recently, and it was like, Meh! and then it was like, eh, who cares? There's a pandemic going on. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. No uh, needless sacrificial deaths. Um, no mention of the attack eyebrows. How is that possible? It probably was, but of course, the notes. We don't forget. Well, just, I mean, we don't remember. Died. This so. is true. This is very true. Um, other stuff we noticed. Was there anything else uh, from the episode that you guys wanted to, to hit on before we dive into who is Clara? Uh, no, not really. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, let's, let's do this. Danny Pink was basically, well, no, he was not an there. existent. He was here. He's just a great shouldered cry on. Well, but he, he, this was the episode where he was like, <laughs> I he got his, I told you so moment. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, exactly. I told you so. Um, the, the doctor finally <sighs> went too far in, Which, in his and Clara's estimation. I want to talk about that as well because, mm, all right, well, let's, you know. let's put that in who is the doctor then. So, uh, so who is Clara? The doctor decided that, uh, she's ready to be let off the leash as Corbin put it here in the notes. I like, mm. I like that. Um, <sighs> so this is my note, which I want to talk about. I don't understand, like, the character motivation. I just don't get why she lost it so much at the doctor. She... He left her for, like, 50 minutes to make a decision. Granted, a fairly important decision, but, like... And she ended up... We just don't... Okay, have we... mm. Let me ask you this. And I I, I was trying to remember. So, all right, so we're we're just going to take who's Danny Pink, who is Clara, and who is the doctor, and we're just going to mash it all up. Lump it together. And talk about this decision. Because this was a character episode for sure. It certainly, yeah, absolutely was. I don't think they developed the <coughs> characters All right. correctly. Let me ask you this about the Doctor. Have we seen, that you guys can remember, have we seen the Doctor back away and make humanity make the decision? Yes. Before? I think we have. Multiple, multiple times. Okay, I can like, think of this one. this is what your you calling with the computer guy. Um, he sat the people down in the okay. meeting. He was to still talk like with- saving. Them. Well, yeah, okay, th- okay. I-, I get what you're saying there, but this a is a similar little different. Vein, but it he wasn't the same he thing. built the tools, like he built the thing, right? The the uh, <laughs> the the virus that's a little bit alive. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> he like put that together, put it in the hands of whatever that guy's Whoever name was. I can't was. think of his said, name. <clears throat> and do said, this. "Go be awesome." Yeah, called yeah. up all the smartest people in the world and said, "Go be awesome." While I go do the rest of the plan, that's going to be the thing that actually saves the day. 
So he didn't really like abandon Earth. What about when he put the two people in the room to decide the fates of... Hungry Earth and yeah. Cold Blood? Or yeah. Cold Blood? Is that what it was? No, that was the one with the three people. The right? family. family. Oh, wait, no, that was That's the family, family of blood. blood. I yeah. think we're getting confused. Um, the, the Hungry Earth, where you had the Silurians, and yes, the Doctor makes... Uh, gosh, who who were we with at that point? I think that wasn't Martha. That was that Donna. I think that was Donna. Okay. Yeah. Probably pre Rory though. What Donna and no Rory. Amy or not Don- Amy. Amy? Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was because I was like, wait a minute, that was the eleventh Doctor. Yes, it was Amy, and then Ooh. the the one lady that was yeah, yeah the 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 guest star lizard. Um, no, 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 Amy, and then the other human who right. who yeah. was the one working on the drill. And they sat down with the Silurian, and he, yeah. yeah, he basically goes, "All right, y'all figure this out." Because this and then, is y'all's problem. This is your planet. Was uh-huh. the, that was the thing? Both of you are from this planet. Yeah. No one here is an alien except for me. So I'm peacing out. Y'all figure this Which out. Which is amongst basically yourselves. what he did in this episode. Okay, this yeah. is I'm All the right. protector of the right. Earth, not the Moon. All right, hang on. So we have that one. Are there any other examples? Because that was the big one I could think of. I can't really think of any there's probably been smaller examples like that yeah. where it's like this but is I mean, a this decision was like, humanity needs to make not me right i know there have been other ones and i'm pretty sure that there's more i know there's one in particular that i'm thinking of and i've referenced it a couple of times as sideways as i'm referencing it right now um where the doctor's gonna be like y'all figured out and um so that okay but when that episode happened with the silurians that was amy so, Amy didn't care. She yeah, Amy like, didn't what? just lose it at him, though. Well, he also he also like set them down, and this was humanity and some other species, and he sat them down yeah. at the table and did the whole "y'all are all awesome, so go be awesome together" speech. And in this case, it was a little bit different. Just it was humanity debating with humanity. Yeah, yeah. Just and he's release like, the dogs on Clara, like. Right, and he didn't really himself. like. There was not the big grand sit them down at the table yeah. moment. He just basically was like, "Oh, look at the time. I've got to go." Yeah, so it was a bit. And she's like, uh, "Go where?" Excuse me. The other thing is, Clara, uh, Clara was not there for Hungry Earth. Like, this is the first time that Clara has encountered this that I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of a time where Eleven did this to Clara. No. So, <clears throat> do you guys agree? Let's start here. Do you guys agree with what the doctor did? Yes. I yeah. It's it's a test, kind of. Well, he was testing Clara, and well, also he was just. It's not okay. Was his he? decision? To was make. he testing Clara? I, mean, I think he was, because in the end, yeah. no matter what they chose, he was going to stop them from blowing up the moon, because he knew what it really was. No. He was going to stop them. No, I don't think that was the. I think that was his plan because he no. rushes back in. Right as they're about to blow up the moon, and he's like, "Okay, I'm not going to let y'all actually blow up the moon because it's a living creature." No, they that's decided that they weren't going to blow it. Did up. he? I really don't remember. I'm pretty sure they decided we're going to blow it up, and with like a minute left, he comes back in. He's like, "Surprise! Oh, y'all yeah. aren't actually going to blow it up. I'm not going to let y'all do that." Okay. So more or less, it sounded like it was him testing Clara. Yeah, and is that what happened? That yeah. was my interpretation. The, the girl was like, this was a suicide mission all along. We knew this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, she, she was in. She, she came to the moon to blow it up before yeah. she knew it was alive. Like, yeah. That's what she was there for. 
So in her mind, it was like, well, you know, different, <laughs> different target, same plan. You know, like we're still blowing this thing up. Um, let me see here. I'm looking, looking through the plot summary. Yeah. That was my impression, unless I've just remembered how that episode ends wrong entirely. But it sounded like it was a test to me. And then for some reason, yeah. Clara just goes off on the doctor. Absolutely. Yeah, I really, I don't think that he took it too just, far. I don't think he did. Yeah, okay, no, no, no. I've, I've just looked back over the notes here. It says, after the timer has elapsed, Earth has voted to kill. Uh, Lundvig primes the detonator, but Clara intercepts at the last second and overrides the command just as the doctor returns. That's what happened, is Clara, Clara made the overrode right humanity. Which yeah. Humanity voted and you know voted overwhelmingly to kill the moon, and Clara took it upon herself that. to override all of humanity and and do what they vote the, the opposite of what they voted for and then the doctor showed up. He didn't show up to save the day at the last second. He showed up 3 seconds the after the last second. Like theoretically, he could have been materializing the TARDIS as the bombs were going off. Now, mm. whether he knew what was going to happen or not, I don't I don't know because this seems to be a moment that's fuzzy for him. I think he even said that, didn't he? Where it's like the time is in flux, things are fuzzy. Mm -hmm. I don't know everything about everything, and so I don't think he was testing Clara. I think he was straight up saying, "This is up to y'all." Like Trip said, "I am not." Uh, like yeah, the the I Earth is protected. Earth. I don't protect the Moon. Except um, for, but he also even he even had here. that speech where he's like, "Every civilization has." these touchstone moments, I forget exactly how he phrased it, but these, these key critical decisions that will change the trajectory of your species forever. And I can't mess with that. I can't interfere yeah. with that. You have to make that decision. Now, the ironic thing is if the doctor and Clara and Courtney hadn't shown up at that point, it would have been blown up. Yeah. So right? he did interfere. So he did interfere by interjecting someone from the past. He brought somebody from 2014 to 2049 but um, he, even then, it was just he was bringing an older human into the fray, not mm -hmm. him as a time lord. So, um, so you guys, you guys think he like y'all are on his side, right? That's yeah, what he should have done. I still think in the end he did the right thing. Yeah, it's not it wasn't his decision his to decision. make. It was right humanities, and he yeah. left Clara. And to be fair. Clara didn't even have to make the choice. They left it up to he, humanity to vote whether yeah. to destroy it or no, not. No, no, but that she decided to tell humanity. Yeah. About that it. was her plan. So, so the doctor here's, didn't think here's the only problem plan. I have with this. Like I, I agree. I think the doctor said, Hey, this is this is the time this is the kind of decision that humanity has to make for itself. I, deuces. Y'all y'all yeah. know me. Y'all know what I think. Clara, you know what I think. Courtney, you know well, maybe Courtney didn't. But Clara, you know what I think. I've already told you anything I could possibly tell you that would relate to the situation. And it's not my decision. So peace out. And he left. Mm -hmm. And then the only problem that I have with that is like, it never stopped him in the past. Yeah. Like there's been plenty of times where he has completely interfered with an entire race on a level that is not far off from this. Yep. You yeah, know, but 
So you can't yeah, be yeah. perfectly consistent all the time. Well, and that's I both think, you know, in universe and out was, of universe. True. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a character episode. I see why she overreacted. Like, I see why she reacted in that way, but I think she overreacted a little bit. I think like, okay, it was more so than just a, a little so, bit. So, like, so, we, so we say, the yeah. three of us agree, the doctor, was what right he did, we this. get why he did it, yeah. we, we agree with him. So you say Clara overreacted. Yeah, you I say, say Clara's response. She to that should was have an had some kind of reaction, like yeah, Doctor, like, why doc- did you do that? Why? But not like, I hate you now. Why uh, you, yeah. you left us for dead? And well, that and like never going on adventures with yeah. you ever again. I hate you I now. Hate you you, you go away. Me. You go away far away, and you don't come back. And you can see the Doctor is just dumbfounded because like, oh, even oh, he oh, wasn't oh, expecting oh, this yeah. overblown reaction out of her. Oh, he was completely. He was like, he's oh. like, I don't even get what I did wrong here. Yeah, he's like, uh, what's happening right now? <laughs> and, and she's like in I tears. Think, I think we're supposed to find him as the jerk for like not understanding. But, but no. again, I don't think he did anything wrong. I think Clara is just super here's the, overreacting. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's, let's pretend we disagreed with the doctor's decision. Is it even remotely close to the worst thing he's ever done? No. Not. Is it even remotely close to the worst thing he's it's ever like done? Genocide children. Well, I was going to say, is it even remotely close to the worst thing he's ever done to a companion? Yeah, no. right. And I don't. to me, I, I'll be honest, even the, the, the first time I watched it and this time watching it, that scene jars me. It's it's like a slap upside it's the head. Practically out of character for Clara. I feel yeah. like she would have never. And the whole tone of the show. Had, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, has anyone ever just any companion ever just lost it on the doctor and been like, "I hate you so um, much." Yeah, I mean, I th- I think there have been times where that kind of thing has happened, and then it it kind of blows over because they're like, oh, "I said that, but I don't really yeah. mean it. I don't actually yeah. hate your guts. You do the right thing." I don't know. I just yeah. So the whole scene didn't fit the tone of the show. Yeah, because normally the doctor does something crazy and then everything works out. Companions are like, it's like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, and this this worked out here, and she's still just yeah, such a yeah. So I don't know if like, I guess in some of those other episodes that we're talking about right now, I would have been the one railing about it saying why don't the companions say anything and now i'm like well they never said anything before so why should they say anything now so i'm being a hypocrite Uh all right that's fine Um, (laughs) i think it was really weird tonally anyways because yeah despite the serious we have to destroy the moon this episode was mostly fairly lighthearted until the very end when she just goes off on the doctor is like bawling her eyes out and really? it just yeah. didn't even fit it, it didn't the rest fit of the, the, sh- rest of the episode. So, so let's think about Clara, all right? She just came off of, and I say just, I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit. Right after she came off of the craziness of finding out that she has been a fractured time being living throughout all these millions of lives that right, now, by yeah. the way, is all theoretically is all crammed in her head. Yeah, like she, she should all remember all of that, which to me again also means she should understand the doctor better than anybody. So there should be nothing the doctor could do that would ever shock so, her or confuse really her, or hurt her. her. Yeah, yeah. Um, or perhaps that just shows us I how different like, the twelfth doctor is. I think it's like with Rory, where he's like, it's like a door you can open and close it. That's true. So if you're not thinking about yeah. it, it's just so she's in primarily the back of your mind. yeah, she's primarily her. 
but she can't access that stuff. That's fair. So right on the heels of that, she goes through the trauma of a regeneration. And we've seen how difficult that can be for companions. We saw how difficult it was, particularly for her. Which was dumb because she's been all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. We talked about that. I think you just solved that, though. That she is not all of those people. Yeah. She can just remember all All of their memories if she tries. I'll I'll give her that. Um, She has that. Now she's battling... um, She's like... Going through a little bit of what the pawns went through, right? Like the balance of being a normal person with a normal life and a career and a relationship. And yeah. she doesn't even have the benefit that the pawns had of having that relationship on the on, TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. She's having, like, for a while, she was having that relationship behind his back and having that relationship behind the doctor's back. And the doctor keeps doing stuff that screws that up, right? Coming in at bad times, showing up at places she doesn't want him there. Then all of a sudden, if you remember the caretaker last week, he showed up at her school. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa, what are you doing? In her mind, if she, if he showed up at her school, that means her her students are in danger. Then it turns out, oh yeah, they absolutely were in danger because yeah. she's absolutely right. No, That's why the doctor fair, there. all of humanity was in danger. Ah, in details. Particular episode. <laughs> details. Yeah. It's different. By the way, it is different if the Earth is going to blow up. Versus the earth is going to blow up and the explosion is here on our campus. That that does yeah. come out, somehow come out differently. So she's been battling all of this. Now, like, Danny Pink and the doctor have come to light to each other. Um, then she finds out about Courtney and she's trying to deal with that. And doctor, how dare you tell her she's not special. So she's dealing with, like, a lot of feelings that center in on her relationship with the doctor. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, in the moment where she felt she needed him most. He left. Unannounced, just as like you got this girl, peace. You it's know, weird. Yeah, if if not for all of the buildup, I see what you mean. Like if yeah. if not for all the buildup, then she probably wouldn't have had such a strong reaction to this. Okay, I think it's particularly weird. The doctor, whenever he regenerates, he's obviously different. a little different. But it feels like <laughs> a little different. A little. It, it feels like the writer is trying thing. to like hammer home or he's so different he's he's just this evil jerkwad terrible man who doesn't care about anyone's feelings and it's like he's still, he's still a doctor the same person, a lot yeah. of the time his true he's still the doctor is shining through but then you have like danny pink like i know men like this he's a terrible man and you have mm-hmm. clara who the doctor is doing things that aren't even really that bad but clara is just seemingly taking them wrong and she's like i can't believe he yeah. would ever do something like this and it's like he this isn't is, that is, different. Yeah. But for some reason, it feels like they want you to think he's this entirely different man. Well, you know what? He's yeah, and he's he's not entirely different in the fact that he still knows he's the smartest person in every room. He's still, you know, gonna do wacky things and have cra- <laughs> crazy zany plans. But now he's not silly and friendly and funny. He is some tack eyebrow. Though. Yeah. Like, well, sometimes maybe that's it's more of a sadistic humor and, or something, but he's still. That's not no, but how that's they try I mean. and portray. He's yeah, that's what I mean. Is, yeah, and, yeah. That's what I mean. Is like he went from being the young rap scallion with the mop top yeah, to not being over the, the cranky top old goofball, man. but he yeah. is, you know, he's right. still the doctor, and he has yeah. a sense yeah. of humor and you know stuff like that. But the, it's like, no, he's this grouchy old man that doesn't care about anyone's feelings, and he'll just. 
you know, go off the rails or they died. They did life. Didn't, you know, it's let just, me, let me ask, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. <sighs> Is the, <laughs> take a deep breath while I ask you this question. Is the 12th doctor as, what's the right word? Is he as sentimental as the 11th doctor? I mean, I'd say maybe not, yeah. but like mm. he's, he, uh, what what you're gonna find about the twelfth doctor is that he definitely does care, yeah. But he cares in a, in a different, different way. way. He cares in the way of a grouchy old man. Like that, you're gonna find as they as they develop that that you know it, it's it's two different type of men. Okay, you know the eleventh doctor loves you because he comes and gives you a hug when he hasn't seen you in a while, and he smiles and goes. Amy Pond, you know, and all these kinds of things. And he's excitable and exciting um, and all those kinds of things. Whereas the 12th doctor is, is coming at things from a different type of, a different type of love, a different type of relationship, yeah. a different type of connection point. And that's going to, you're going to see that over time, but it takes a while. And that's yeah. and that's the thing is that it's you know Matt Smith likes you the moment he meets you. Yeah. The twelfth doctor. It's harder Capaldi to tell, is but like the, you'll know. Right. Capaldi is a grandfather, and like yeah. no, let me rephrase that because Eleven was a grandfather, but he was the slap happy, goofy grandfather. Yeah. And Capaldi is the crotchety old man who went through the war, and but. He loves you, but he's not going to tell you that, and he's not going to hug you, and you know, and all that kind of. Because he's the hard mm. boy, right? Yeah, but it, but, but that doesn't make his love any less. It just makes yeah. it different, and it sometimes makes it harder to see. So, anyways, mm. I, I don't want to. I don't want to like, give too much out. I know this <clears throat> is a big change for Clara, yeah. but at the core, he's the same guy, and she's kind of treating it like he's this I, great I different think, man that I, I don't understand. Think, and, I think that is the challenge for any companion that goes through a regeneration is, is he the same? Yeah, but generally that question <gasps> lasts for two episodes, not ah, the true. first season. I think <laughs> we're trying to develop the 12th Doctor. It's just taking longer because like you said. It's a slow with, burn. Yeah. It, it, is a, it is a slow burn. It is a slow and, burn, but already you can tell he still likes Clara. He cares yeah, for oh yeah. her. He's, yeah, but sometimes he goes... And I feel like Clara has to be kind of just blind to not see yeah. he still cares about me. Because he shows it. I mean, I don't I don't think that's what she's trying to say. She's not like, oh, the doctor doesn't care about me anymore. It's more of, I don't know, a change in her kind of character, I think. Like... It's hard to explain, but she well is developing. <laughs> she is developing along with the doctor. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. It feels like sure. she's been, you know, swimming with floaties on for a while, and now the doctor throws her in the deep end, and she just like you'd think she'd be able to handle it. Some decision mm -hmm. like this. She's been with the doctor for okay. a while. Did she handle it? Well, she clearly didn't, but. Mm, I disagree. She handled she, it. She handled, but she didn't, but she didn't like it. it. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you should be. She a little liked bit more used everything to this else up to this point. Like, oh, crazy robot. I would get this if and this was like their <laughs> first adventure together. Yeah. And then he just leaves her to make some super important decision. Or but even like, the second. Yeah. 
Like, I, well, I mean, guys, being Corbin, I like your analogy. Being thrown in the deep end is never fun. Yeah. Obviously. And <clears throat> sometimes when somebody that knows your abilities and trusts your abilities and trusts you and knows that that you trust them, picks you up and throws you in the deep end, you're going to yell at them about it. And then the next day you're going to be like, I'm really glad you did that. Yeah. And we haven't had that episode yet. We, we haven't, haven't had we the haven't next had episode. The we didn't get the next day. So, thing. so last thing I want to talk about in the who's who, uh, this is kind of like blending who's who with theories. What do you think is going to happen with Clara's relationship with the doctor? I'm sure oh, it'll all clear up and it's all, maybe <laughs> she'll have a slightly more jaded look at who the doctor really is, which is probably entirely undeserved, but yeah. it'll be resolved. I just hate, it feels like they really didn't resolve it in this episode when they should have. She should have okay. been angry at him and then she goes and she talks to Danny and then she's like, Maybe I was wrong, Doctor. Maybe I blew up at I, you and I you didn't really deserve that. But instead, she's just, you know, stewing with Danny, who's just fueling the fire like, yeah, I yeah, told you, he's a terrible um, person. He's going to make you do things you don't Danny want I think Danny should have been the one to kind of bring her back to the Doctor, kind of. What do you mean? Like, Danny's advice. No, Danny doesn't want her to have anything to do with the Doctor. Yeah, and yeah. Danny is but like. But he respects her enough to you know, not push her in that direction, let her be her decision, but yeah. that's what he wants. Danny's like, he's going to make you do things you won't want to do. Right. And what it should be is, and those things are going to make you a better person. They're going to feel bad at first, but they're going to make but, you better. But we know, we don't know everything, but we know enough of Danny's backstory to know that he, he doesn't actually think that, which he doesn't actually think what? That those decisions will make you a better person. Right. Say. Because he, I mean, it seems to me like he thinks that someone in his past pushed him to do things he didn't want to do and it made him a worse person. Yeah. yeah. So, and unfortunately I think that's bad for Clara. She yeah, shouldn't I mean, have yeah. that voice telling her the doctor is bad when he's so clearly good. You know, like he's done so many is great, he <laughs> he's done great things. Is he, is he good? That's a different question, but he will do the right thing when it comes down to it. We yeah. hope so. We like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Danny over here whispering in her ear like, but is it really the good thing? So, yes, so, it is. But is it really? <laughs> <laughs> so Corbin says it's all going to blow over and they're going to patch things up. Trip, what do you think? I mean. Oh, excuse me. Actually, Corbin, you don't even think they're going to patch things up. I you think, think it's just going to like be like, meh, nothing happened. Well, I think does she'll be sense? like, you're not the person I really thought you were. And then. You know, but it's the next episode they're going to be interacting exactly the same, and it's yeah, like they're going to be on the Orient Express. Never yeah. Okay, Trip, what do you think? I think they're going to be a little bit spacey, kind of like I don't know, kind of push and pull. I mean, there's going to be a recovery. Of. Would one say spacey wacy? <laughs> Sorry, they'll have this recovery period. Yeah, and at the end, it's like nothing it's, happened at all, and you're like, why did this oh, so episode you, even? So happen? you think there will be some recovery time? There I think will be recovery time. Okay. But it's not going to be like Star Trek, where the next week we forgot what happened. Oh, the previous yeah. yeah. Okay. Like yeah. after maybe two episodes, it'll be back to how it was. Unlike Star Trek, this episode does have character development. <laughs> no. Star Trek has. We're speaking of TOS. It doesn't have here. plot character. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, News in the Whovian is also brought to you by listeners like Victor, Jared, and James. If you find value in what we do and you want to give a little bit of value back, here's what you can do: head over head over to noobsinthewhovian.com/support. 
And you can find out all the different ways that you can help us out. Support a show or support an entire season. You'll get shout outs on the show or the season that you sponsor. You can also become a uh, monthly Patreon supporter. That's our favorite way that you can support us. You start for as little as a dollar a month. You can go to $5 a month and get a uh, shout out on the show. At $15 a month, you become a hosting host covering our monthly hosting cost and you get an opportunity to guest host on an upcoming episode. So head on over to noobsinthehoobian.com slash support. Become a supporting patron. Uh, supporting, Yeah, that's the, that was the right word. Why did I say? Become a supporting patron of family-friendly independent media today. So uh, <laughs> Corbin wrote, can we talk about the plot holes? Uh, because this yeah, kind of largely enveloping with several things mm-hmm. that I thought didn't make sense. Right. Okay. So, so Corbin, walk, walk me through because you were making the notes here. You, Okay. Lead us down this path. So I'm about to say two things that initially will sound contradictory, but okay. I'll explain them. Sounds great. So first of all, uh, we were talking about this before we started recording, but the actual change in the moon's size is pretty much insignificant. Okay, so give us a, give us a rundown. What is the current mass of the moon, you said? It was 8 times 10 to the 19th, which... Tons. Yeah, tons. Right. So... And it's a lot. I'm not going to like bother to Google how much that actually is. It is so massive. <laughs> a, a big bunch. Uh, <laughs> but they said in this episode that the moon had grown by 1.8 billion tons, mm-hmm. which for the math, yeah. uh, math, a billion is 10 to the nine. Right. So, I mean, we didn't do the math. Exactly, but I said it's like somebody clipping the end of one of your eyelashes off. Uh-huh. Uh, that is that. Or, well, change. sorry, sorry, but in the other direction. <laughs> and that would be losing weight, but yeah. Um, something like that. Like somebody dropping an eyelash on top of your head and you being like, ah, it's changed my life. Um, it, is a, it is a quite uh, minuscule... It's not enough to change the gravity of the yeah. planet. You shouldn't be destroying cities with the new yeah. tides. I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a part of me that wonders, like, like how much, uh, like dust and 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 asteroids and other things land on the moon every year anyway. Like, I, would it would it be a, a stretch to say it probably picks up one ton of stuff every year anyway? Like, yeah. even if it wasn't a oh, space nice. dragon egg. But okay, so so what was your next thing? Well, what you said might contradict this a little bit, but where did all that mass come from? It suddenly gained a billion tons okay. in a few weeks. The moon is a closed system. So uh, for what the do you mean? most part. What do you mean it's a closed well, system? What I mean is there's not going to be a billion new tons of matter just, you know, appearing Bloop. on the surface of the moon. Yeah, and that's what I, it has to come from somewhere, and there's certainly not enough. Just well, there's that in the so, void of space. Here, here was my question. Here was my question. The idea, the the idea is, oh my gosh, the moon it gained 1.8 billion tons of mass in whatever amount of time. I don't even know if they said clearly. Uh, you know, pretty, la- last month, last year, maybe this it decade, had been gaining know. that per week uh, for the okay, past. Okay, that would be different. <laughs> yeah, but then the, but the said, tides would have been slowly creeping in, not like it hits every major city right. all at so once. So they say the yeah. moon picked up 1.8 billion tons, and then the big reveal is, <gasps> the reason it picked up all that weight is because it's alive, and it was growing. Meaning it would have slowly how? been gaining how the weight. Right, well, Trip. well... If it could if, grow, if, it would be slowly let's, gaining let's just, weight. Let's just assume that space dragons 
uh, lie aren't dormant. there and no, then no, suddenly they, are there. They mm-hmm. lie dormant in their eggs for millions of years and then they have a period of explosive growth right before they hatch. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's theoretically possible. That There's nothing wrong with that. takes place over the course of it, It's theoretically possible, but let me ask you something. Guys, think about a chicken egg. Uh-huh. When you, when a chicken... Uh, Okay, I will be I will be up front and say I've not done the research. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm making some this is assumptions here. From our knowledge. If you if you lay if, if you lay an egg, when a chicken lays an egg, from the time that thing gets laid to the time that it hatches, does it gain weight? No. <laughs> no. Why? What? Because the, the egg isn't like absorbing nutrients from around through it or its something. shell. All of it from is the air inside the egg. Right, and that's my point: is that a that's how eggs work. And B, if that's not how this egg works, that means that as the moon has been orbiting for millions of years, that, like I said, the space rocks and dust and debris and asteroids and everything would have to somehow be getting through the shell. And then what? The space dinosaur dragon thing is consuming the rocks? I mean, even and that that's what is it's a building its body out of? Because obviously. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not okay. So, like, here's my problem with like, we, okay, here's here's our obligatory. What else are we watching this week? We just watched. Uh, we're rewatching season one of, of Star Trek Discovery, and we hit the ev- episode with the Gormagander, the space whale. My problem with space whales, and and Doctor Who had a space whale too. What do they eat? Yeah, because there's nothing floating around in space other than dust. Yeah, <laughs> like there's you know? some stuff, but it's not enough to sustain a living creature right right so there have been there have been shows and stories and movies and things where you have the equivalent of the space whale and it like lives off of the radiation of a star as it's passing by okay fine yeah no that's fine that's fine i mean that's photosynthesis basically why not yeah that's basically what plants do um but the gormagander had a mouth yeah yeah so what is it eating out there in space mud apparently Uh, yeah (laughs) And no, not Harry mud. mud. Harry mud. Yeah. <laughs> that is less oh, oh, no. mud with two Ds. That is more confusing. Um, yeah. So, so that's the thing: is the moon is not eating things. You don't grow without consuming other. You have to yeah. get mass. You have to get matter in order to grow. Like, the yeah, only reason the that human beings Pokemon. get bigger is because we're constantly eating, or for that matter, any other living thing. Or we it, would be getting smaller. Uh, well, or yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, you don't eat eating, for a while, you will get smaller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing is that we're, what we're saying is the moon was eating something. And again, that's not really how eggs and work. From the so, sounds of Unless it. somebody right now is really, really mad at me because I definitely don't understand how eggs work. Uh, please feel free to well, email us at noobsinthemovie.com. This is like the conservation of mass or whatever. Like, yeah, that's what I was talking about. It would have had to have gotten all that mass. From somewhere, right. presumably the void of space. Somehow it just ran into <laughs> a void. billion yeah. tons of matter right. in space, <clears throat> seemingly all in a very short right time then. Period. Yeah, yeah, right then. Yeah, it's just which probably wasn't enough for us to even notice it. But it works. Yeah. Right. it's like you know these these movies where um, I can only really think of one. There was a, there was a movie back in like the eighties, The Incredible Shrinking Woman, um, where. Uh, I don't know, she's exposed to some chemicals or something and she slowly starts shrinking until she's like, can fit in your pocket. And then at the end of the movie, she like, something happens and it gets fixed and she goes back to normal size. But then she starts growing the other way. 
Whoa. You know, so the, the the hint is like, oh, now she's going to be a giant. And whenever you have a movie like that where or a TV show or anything where someone suddenly gains like triple their their size like overnight, I'm like, they would have had to have been eating nonstop for that you know to my happen. Favorite example ever? What? Pokemon Evolution. Okay. Magikarp <laughs> is a tiny fish, right? Who evolves into a thirty-foot dragon snake. in a two seconds. Foot dragon, massive two, snake dragon. It's just like you know, right. nuclear fissions. So hundreds of pounds so again, of material. Well, 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 unless, around. unless he was super dense and is now mostly empty. <laughs> that's yeah. not how biology works. <laughs> so that's the thing. Is uh, okay. So so the moon can't can't be just gaining weight by not consuming anything. So we're saying that it's consuming matter somehow and incorporating that into a biological being. So again, unless it is a rock-based space dragon, which, I mean, why not? It's already a space dragon. Yeah. Um, by the way, I keep flipping back and forth between space dragon and space dinosaur because I can't decide if that was a dragon or a, like a pterodactyl or pterodon Free? or something. Yeah, yeah, because it could have been either. Okay, yeah. now, now, okay, that brings me to my next, my next thing, and then I'm going to come back to conservation of mass and energy. Mm-hmm. Wings don't work in space. It's yeah. like, you it's like can't. Flap, flap, flap. So again, that was my problem with the gormagander last night. Is mm-hmm. it was like flip, flap, flip, flap, swimming through space. You what don't swim in space. Again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not how space works. Space is the absence of of a medium f- through which you can flap your wings and mm-hmm. gain. Lift. That's yeah. not how any of this works. So stop showing because you're pushing against air molecules. Exactly. Um, or uh, water molecules because the you know like the space whale model mm-hmm. is you know flapping its its little flippers or whatever. Uh, you can't locomote through space that way. You need you need propulsion through. It's just not you, possible. Basically. Yeah, you have to eject matter out of your back or 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 energy or something. <laughs> That's why we have rockets and not helicopters in space um, or <laughs> airplanes. Shooting water out of their butts. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, yeah, but at a certain point, you run out of water to shoot out of your butt. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's the problem. So uh, coming back to, so we see it flap its way off into the sunset. Um, as somebody pointed out in like five seconds, it's I gone guess, from yeah. sight. And you're like something that is the size of the big. moon. Yeah. So, okay. Back to conservation of mass and energy. Where did the shell go? Because he says most things with eggs, the shell disintegrates. Yeah. No, they don't. I'm not true. <laughs> yeah, also, <laughs> you know, I kind of uh, just realized true. this. What? It laid another moon. Okay, we're, we're, the not there yet. Mass we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So, so first of all, it cracks out of the shell, which, as it turns out, its shell is made out of moon rock, you know, which, which falls and, to Earth. Yeah, well, which which would falls to Earth, which kills would have, millions of people. <laughs> exactly. That thing light speeds out of here in five seconds before we can see it. Exactly. And by the way, it's like you said, it the shell they show it on screen. It disintegrates. It just <laughs> evaporates into nothingness. So, Not like, how that works. well, that's super. No, convenient. no, he reabsorbed it. Uh, yeah. So then, <laughs> as Corbin said, so t- two problems here. Two problems here. Many problems. You see, okay? Yeah. You see it hatch. You see it shake the dust of the moon's surface off of itself and flippity flap its way away as the the moon disintegrates. And then at one point, there's a shot of the people looking up. And the sky is empty. There is no day sight, d- daylight moon, and the the, the space gone. The space dinosaur is flapped its way 
through non-air and water, <laughs> flap its way through space, out of view. So we are now looking up, and there's nothing there. Uh-huh. We turn back. And then we have some dialogue, and look back, and oh, look, it laid another egg. Okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, I know where you're going, Corbin. First of all, when did it lay that egg? When? It, because it, it formed it, okay. from the remains. <laughs> when it disintegrates, it no, makes another shell. It laid <laughs> an egg. So unless it flapped its way through space out of view, which again, something that big, I mean, we can see Mars and how far away is it? This this dinosaur flaps its way out of view and then what? Like rocket propels an egg out of its backside? (laughs) That's how it took off so fast. (laughs) Well, okay, so my thing was, Okay, you know what? Honestly, maybe that's what it did. It went boom. Because otherwise, if it simply dropped an egg, that egg has no momentum. Uh, yeah. So, so it it's not an orbit. It would crash into the earth. <laughs> and then, so and then, Corbin, to yeah, get it back. Yeah, in maybe the that's orbit. what it was. It flies away at just the right angle, so that it goes boom and sends it into orbit. And then, as Corbin said, <laughs> let's imagine this new egg is identical to the old one, and just. Well, so many problems. No, we never yeah. explored so that means, it. Okay, that means this, okay, so the moon, as we said, the moon <laughs> weighed eight times 10 to the 19th tons. It grew by 1.8 billion tons, 1.8 times 10 to the nine tons, and then hatched. And from that same weight, that same mass, dropped off another moon. That was shrinking eight it times down. Ten to the nineteen it would have had to at least shrinking it down. doubled in mass, which would just destroy the Earth. Okay, right, right, Earth right. would be gone if it had actually. Yeah. Done so as we needed. said, apparently it's a space space dragon triple because it was born pregnant so that it could lay an egg within five minutes of of its own birth. No, and it shrinks <laughs> back down to that one billion tons, and that goes Is away. Also, the geometry <laughs> of that situation. You take a hollow ball, cut it open, and there's a little thing in there. That thing leaves or whatever, and then lays something the size of the original ball. Right. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. That's not how... That's what, none of this works. That's not how anything works. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, that entire last scene, the first no, time I watched the it... The dragon just laid an egg bigger than itself. Like, yeah. The first time I watched it, I went, huh. What? Cool. There's an interesting science fiction idea. The moon is an egg, and then it hatched. That's interesting. This time I was watching it knowing the twist was coming, so I'm just analyzing it, and we get to the end and I go, That made no sense None of all. this works. <laughs> None of this is based in reality. None of it whatsoever. Just like But I will school. say this. I will say this. It was one of those things, uh, what do they call it, a refrigerator thought, where after you've watched a the show and you've turned- Huh? A shower? No, refrigerator. Oh, It's what? where you've watched the show, and then you cut it off, and then you go to the fridge to get a snack and you go, wait a minute. A moon laid an egg the size of the moon? Um, it's not a refrigerator thought. It's a it's a fridge something. It's a trope. Um, but at any rate, yeah, it's one of those things where, and that happened to me. Like two days later, I was thinking about this episode years ago when I watched it. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a, wait a minute. Hang on. Did it hatch from the moon and then lay the moon? Wait a minute. It laid a moon the same size and mass. Yes. It doubled in mass and laid a... <laughs> an egg bigger than itself. <laughs> what? 
laid an egg it can, bigger it than consume and the same space. size as the container it was originally in. This is, Wait, I mean, that's uh, why it had to fly away uh, to consume part of the space. Yeah. <laughs> it imagine, space. Imagine a chicken is walking along and lays an ostrich egg in front of you. That's what happened. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not even what happened. Imagine a chicken is standing in front of you. You turn around, you look back, and now the chicken is gone, and in its place is an ostrich egg. And you didn't even get to see it happen. Better yet, you watch the chicken hatch from an ostrich egg. (laughs) A chicken egg hatches, and a baby chick is standing there and rockets out an egg bigger than itself. (laughs) This is dumb. (laughs) I just... It consumes space, that... That uh, makes just, everything yeah. make sense. And and again, Ugh. I say we we always have to come back around and say we love Doctor Who, and Doctor Who is not the only science fiction show that gets just, all of this crap wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but it does drive me batty know, whenever though, it the happens. Science was just so far <laughs> off from anything. It's that could in that. It's because happen. in that one scene, in that one scene, there were so many things that were so far <laughs> removed from reality. In 10 flapping, seconds, flapping they made more things wrong yeah. than the rest of the episode. Than in the on. entirety of Endgame. No. Uh, <laughs> Endgame 100%. had more of a basis in reality, <laughs> in astrophysics. Than the 10 seconds yeah. at the end of this episode, where everything comes crashing in on That's itself right. that we've learned in this episode. Oh my gosh. So yeah, no, no part of the... Oh, so. Anyways, okay. Corbin, what is your note here of their plan? What was... What oh, their plan where they decide oh, nuke to nuke the moon no no oh well nuking the moon i don't think they had enough nukes to pull that a one they off didn't and, have enough oh, nukes yeah. and b that doesn't solve your problem like yeah that have you seen the core they had to go the- they had to go all the way down into the core of the earth for the nukes to have Corbin's talking about the movie on. the core which yeah you should go watch if you were right going to blow up the moon the nukes would have to be sufficiently buried in it first of all but Right. That's not what I was talking about. And it'd have to be hundreds of them. Oh, and by the way, blowing up the moon is the would be the worst ecological disaster to ever befall the planet Earth. You know, rocket speed launch several sections of the moon at (laughs) Earth. Uh, Yeah, I'm like either forget about the thing that took out the dinosaurs, not the asteroid, the uh, cargo freighter that we now know is what actually took out the dinosaurs. Forget about that. This would be. Several Half of, of the those. Moon. Yeah, this no. would be several of those yeah. falling to Earth. So at various places at the same and, time. And by the way, at various times, because some of those fragments would take a few years to deorbit. Oh, yeah, I know. So, sure. yeah, so it wouldn't e- even be that day. It would be like you would see the moon yeah. go and go, well, we've got 10 years, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Jeez. You know, with the fallout from the other part. But what was your point about their plan? Their plan where they go. They go out, you know, somehow broadcast to all of humanity. Oh, right. We yes. assume that uh, they're all uh, awake and all watching. T- uh, what are, hello, what are you hello, Earth. Hello, Can Earth. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Earth? And they're like, <laughs> okay, cut out your lights. We're going to ignore large swaths of the population without electricity. Well, they can't hear us anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't have a radio so, to hear and us. And never them. mind that. Half of the Earth doesn't speak English. Oh, yeah. That or too. that half of the Earth is asleep right now. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, those are the ones that we can actually see their lights. Yeah. Uh-huh. Probably. And then in America, what do we see but like, you know, half of the continent lose power all simultaneously. Right, right. Yeah, that like, was that that was not humanity voting yeah. as a whole to turn off their porch light. That, that was, was someone running the power grid going, bump that. <laughs> <laughs> 
and cutting off the whole, yeah, running the whole like city. Several main power grids. Okay, and so once again, another thing that every science fiction show gets wrong is how fast the Earth rotates, right? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. we have this like time lapse. Th- what was it? An hour? It was like forty. <laughs> She's like, we have a big decision to make. We have forty-five minutes to do it. At which, you know, in the space of that 45 minutes, we watch the Earth rotate, what, 180 degrees or something? It does. We go through like 14 time zones in the 45 minutes as the lights are all going out. How fast? Oh, I was going to say, how fast is the ISS? No, we're on the moon right now. Yeah, we're on the moon. It takes, it takes a, a month. Day. <laughs> or, no. Oh, yeah. It, it yeah that's the thing. It's not, even the, it's not even the motion of the moon. It's the rotation of the Earth that we're talking Around. about. <laughs> yeah, or, so... The moon around the earth or whatever. Just what? <laughs> you can't, 40 yeah, minutes had, a day. If you had been thing. on the space station, I forget how how long it takes the space station to orbit the it's earth. It's not very long. It's less than a day. It does For it sure. a couple of times a day. So they could have done that. But again, the plan still wouldn't have worked because any half the planet was in daylight and you wouldn't see whether they cut their lights out or not. So yeah, those, those are the are, people that were yeah. actually awake you know, and watching stuff. I also realized right, they right. didn't do anything with the nukes. They didn't like even spread them across the surface. Yeah, of the moon. it was. It was on just a this, section yeah. of the moon. Well, think about it, Corbin. How do you crack a, an egg? You take you, just, you take a spoon and you just whack it in one spot. <laughs> you don't you don't go all the way you know around. What the moon is. You don't take you don't take needles and go. What are you? What were, what were you about to say, Corbin? You know what the moon isn't an egg because you're objectively wrong because we just found out it I, is an egg. I, I but it's a say wrong hollow, egg. I, I was going to say hollow, but actually we're wrong about that in this context. Also, the moon isn't brittle, whatever calcium or whatever an egg is, though. It's right. rock. Uh, well, so you know, tomato, tomato. The nukes would have done something, but it wouldn't have cracked it into several. You know, whatever. And even Anyways. if it did. Just, yeah, it was yeah, all coming down. It would kill us. All right. Their plan was anything just else we want to rant on because I think <laughs> I think I think we've beaten this dead horse yeah. enough. All right, well, let's hear what Jared has to say about the classic Who connections. What do you think? <laughs> Hello, noobs in the Whovian. It's Jared with your classic Who connections for Kill the Moon. So the second Doctor often liked to say, "When I say run, run," and of course we got that from the twelfth Doctor in this episode. The fourth doctor once talked about amniotic fluid in the serial City of Death. And the fourth doctor also used a yo-yo to assess the amount of gravity in the serial The Ark in Space, uh, which is coincidentally the same serial where he first pointed out a Bennett oscillator and he said that it had been modified so he could therefore date their time period to the late 29th to early early 30th century. And the final connection uh, with the fourth doctor there was that uh, he also said that the Earth wasn't his home. Uh, just like the, the doctor, the 12th doctor said in this episode, fourth doctor said the Earth wasn't his home. His quote exactly from the serial The Pyram- Pyramids of Mars was, The Earth isn't my home, Sarah. I'm a Time Lord. I walk in eternity. And that would be uh, to Sarah Jane Smith, his companion at the time. Now, interestingly enough, back to that yo-yo, using the yo-yo for uh, testing the gravity, Capaldi knew about this connection because apparently he requested that the yo-yo look similar to the one that the fourth doctor used. So uh, really trying to make it a, a strong connection there. 
All right, enough about the second and fourth doctor. Let's talk about the third doctor. The third doctor talked about Blinovich, uh, the, the, sorry, the Blinovich limitation effect in the serial Day of the Daleks, which is probably what the 12th doctor was referring to when he said that Courtney will meet this bloke called Blinovich. And later on, uh, they mentioned a meteorite being responsible for the death of the dinosaurs. Now, if the doctor was there for that conversation, he might have corrected her because he knew from the serial Earthshock that it was in fact a time-traveling freighter from the 26th century that crashed into the Earth causing the death of the dinosaurs. But perhaps it would have been too hard for him to mention that because of the memory of Adric being aboard that freighter and being one of the companions that the doctor lost. You guys say poor Martha, I say poor Adric. Moving right along, the quip about the humans losing interest in space travel in the 21st century harks back clear to the second doctor once again to the serial The Seeds of Death. You see, the invention of the T-mat, or transmat, which is essentially a teleporter, uh, that meant that travel by spaceship was passe, because they could just teleport where they wanted to. But of course, the Doctor finds that this has left humans vulnerable to, uh, I I believe it was, um, no, I know it was, uh, the ice um, from Mars, the, the ice warriors from Mars there. Uh, that they were hiding on the moon uh, at a at a TMAT um, central hub, uh, re- trying to getting ready to attack Earth from there. So finally, this was an interesting connection. Uh, that was a backstory of the writing of this episode. Uh, Stephen Moffat told the writer for the episode to Hinchcliffe the I will say stuff out of the first half. Direct quote there, apparently. Philip Hinchcliffe was the Doctor Who producer from 1974 to 1975, and that time of Doctor Who was considered especially scary uh, for the series. Uh, There was really uh, very, uh, you know, lots of horror uh, tropes borrowed, and and, uh, things were supposed to be creepy and scary and very intentionally at that time. So... Moffat wanted the first half of this serial or episode to be quite scary, much like that time. And I think they accomplished that, as you'll see uh, from my rating later. But let's talk about ratings of the episode, how much I liked it. This is my first, I will say, uh, uh, so far my favorite, I'll I'll put it that way, uh, Capaldi uh, episode. Um, I know it it, uh, had mixed reviews when it came out, but I loved it. I loved the jokes. I loved the levity from the Doctor at times. I, I saw a side of Capaldi's Doctor that I haven't seen before that I really enjoyed, and I hope we'll see more of. I loved the creepiness at the beginning, uh, how they set up this mystery, and they kind of added in that creepiness to kind of move it along so it, was, it didn't just seem like uh, every other Doctor Who episode where it's like, hey, there's a mystery and we got to figure it out, and uh, it, you know, maybe it's a Scooby-Doo episode, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, but loved the the work that they put into this one and loved how everything uh, really came together, the, the, doc, the way the Doctor worked and... Uh, it, um, the, the, oh my goodness, and to see Clara at the end, she just gave a phenomenal performance, just 
I don't I don't care what you think about that, uh, whether it was right or wrong for the episode of the show, but just her uh, work in that in that scene just blew me away. I, I I I was just drawn in by all of it. So more than you usually get about how I liked it, but I really liked it. So I'm giving it 9.5 out of 10 smacks so hard that they can start a Time Lord's regeneration. And for creep levels, I'm giving it 250 creep levels for the first half, and then about 50 uh, for the second half. Uh, mainly the second half based on, you know, are they going to blow up this creature or not? Uh, you know, kind of a creepy thing to have to decide uh, on behalf of all of Earth. Uh, so I don't know if that adds up to 300 or if you average the two, I, you guys can figure it out. But uh, suffice to say, like the episode, sufficiently creeped out at parts and not so creeped out at other parts. That's enough of me talking and your Classic Who connections for this one. Thank you to the TARDIS Wikia, as always, for help with those connections, and thank you to Noobs and the Whovian for having me on, and I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who connections next time. Thanks for that one, Jared. Um, I love that uh, for every... Oh, poor Martha. Sad Martha. He's like, what about Adric? <laughs> Martha didn't crash into the Earth <laughs> like an asteroid and kill the dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the worst way for a companion to go out or the best way? The best way, probably. Kind of of amazing. I I caused a historical (laughs) event. That's what I'm saying. Go out saving a bunch of people. I went out destroying (laughs) dinosaurs. Who who cares about the dinosaurs? The dinosaurs would have killed us. I mean, the dinosaurs might, but anyways. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) Poor Adric. Uh, So Jared gave this, uh, his notes said 10. Uh, you know, I think oh, it was saying what? 9.5 out, out of 10. 10. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. I, I misread it. So uh, Corbin was like just hating all over this episode. And I'm like, well, you're not going to like what Jared has to say. And he's like, why? I was like, Jared gave it a 10. He's like, what? <laughs> 9.5 is still 9.5 is pretty high. That is though. too high. It's not uh, so what would bad. you say then, Corbin? I, do, I mean, I do, I've already said. I, did, I, just, I, <laughs> I thought the character development was like made no sense was just not very smart or correct and also i have just you know destroyed the science (laughs) just doesn't make sense you know a lot of the stuff that happened in this episode i think didn't make sense for various reasons so i am going to say uh six out of ten wings in space Uh, (laughs) is that how many wings that thing had i think it was only like four or something i think it only had two wings didn't it well did it have anyways i think it's four still don't work in space uh trip what do you think well okay so i'm i'm kind of stuck between what to say because if we're talking about like everything that we just ranted on and how none of it makes sense or are we talking about how the story played out let me all right let me let me put this up because i was just the other day i was just listening to our bill and ted episode and i was like you know if you just listen to like the first half of our of our podcast episode about that movie you would think we hated everything about bill and ted ever and then we get to the end and we're like it was great thumbs up it was a fantastic movie it was great you should definitely see all your friends it's a lot easier to criticize something than to say what's good about it and i and the thing is i think that what we were picking apart in that movie we were picking apart the the time travel details, which again, we've always said nobody ever gets right. We're very passionate about how everything. In this episode, we spent a lot of time uh, railing against the science 
that is wrong in Which, science fiction. If it was eh. just the science, I wouldn't mind that much. I really just you didn't don't like, like the character the story. Either, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so, the story in general was And that's fine. Not that's fine. Great. So what I'm saying is, Trip, you can you can we can hate all over that last ten seconds or not last, but that ten second scene with the the space dragon and still love the episode. So don't feel guilty about giving it <laughs> a, a score because you actually liked it or that you didn't like it. What did you, what did you think? I mean, I agree with Corbin. I think Clara was wrong was and the doctor was, yeah, I'd say it I was mean, even less Clara okay. was wrong, but the writers were wrong because that didn't feel well, like a reaction Clara would have. And just remember there is no, there is no Clara. I, I think guess, the whole, oh, the moon was actually an egg. I'm, I'm kind of leaning between that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and hmm, I think it's the greatest thing I've ever heard until it hatched and dropped another one. It's interesting. Is it good? Is it mm, bad? I can't really say. I think it's but. horrible. It's dumb. <laughs> it's stupid. But it's it's an interesting concept. Okay. Uh, it's 6.5 stupid moons. That's, stupid, stupid that's moons. weighing down the whole <laughs> I know it's the whole point of this I'm, episode. I'm like going back and forth because I listened to Jared. Now I'm listening to y'all. And, and I don't know. Like, I I didn't hate this episode. I, I think hated that, idea that one sequence. idea could have been done better. The idea um, of the moon is an egg. I think that could have been done better. But it, they, they that wasn't really the central focus of They this pulled episode, it off poorly. Fair. Yeah. So like what should have happened is another, like the mommy space dragon should have shown up or and no. and gotten the the one as it hatched, and then dropped another one. Like no. that might have cleared up all the 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 sciency. Well, excuse me, mm. some of the sciency problems I had. I mean, maybe um, kind of. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. um, it was just a thought that I just had. But overall, I like I enjoyed the episode, but I did have a lot of problems with it. That one scene, Corbin. I, I think I understand what you're saying now. That was a poorly written scene with Clara at the yeah. end. It had yeah. no business being there. It was out of her character. It was out of the tonal character of the show. Um, Even the episode was still uh, yeah. a mostly lighthearted episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and to end it with, I hate you, Doctor. Yeah, clear off. You clear right off and never come back. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, that was a terrible Clara. Like, she didn't. She didn't care about anything until the very end. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah. When the you doctor see, came she was getting back a little upset. for that, yeah, you could see she was a little so upset. But I'm, yeah. I'm torn. So I gave it seven out of ten angry Claras. Just because. <laughs> uh, Jared gave it two hundred and fifty creep levels for the first thirty minutes. And, Ooh, what are you and thinking? Then, and then fifty for the second half. Uh, trip. What, what happened in the first? Uh, just I'd the, say mostly the spider spiders, germs, but also. <laughs> Giant spiders aren't very intimidating if you can beat them with here's, antibacterial soap. Here's the or other thing. Jared Jared tends to go a little more esoteric with his creep factor. Uh, yeah. He'll be like, Oh, the thought of those poor children. It's hundred creep level bonus for that. It's you know, not and it's a like creep. okay, I wasn't thinking about that. Mm. Oh no, that's what I'm saying is I I think he approaches it differently. He, yeah. So he's got a different What's creepy to him might not be a, creepy to all. Exactly. Us. He's got a different scale for it. I would say that those those uh germ spider bacteria spider things were absolutely horrifying um and there were yeah. moments of that where again thinking in terms of the little kid watching the show this might be a moment where you pause and look at him and go you doing okay buddy like the, uh, oh my know. goodness that they didn't like, look super great though like so. where the well, spider jumps across the room and goes it, right, on the yeah. dude's face or whatever oh exactly <laughs> uh, oh gosh i forgot about that oh, i forgot yeah. about the part where they were inside the, ew man mm. uh so yeah i'm gonna give it 150 like we're not even halfway 
but there was something there. But you guys vehemently disagree, it appears, by an order of I magnitude. Mean, I'm still only going to give it about 10, you know, because okay. like, I mean, a, I like trip. I like it. you just a trip changed his sum. I just bump mine up a little. Just say yours real quick and then I'll explain mine. 25. But. I don't know. It's he was like, at 15 and then I convinced him to go up 10 apparently. Yeah. I'm sure. No, I convinced myself with the. Oh, yeah. You'll probably mostly agree with me that they just, they don't look very convincing, A. Well, yeah, but they didn't, they I'm, look I'm kind great. of thinking about the thought of being right, there right, right. part. It's yeah. less about yeah. the convincing special effects and more about the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even still, like, a bottle of Lysol is all it takes. And, <laughs> and they it just can only... Peel over dead and it doesn't mean that they weren't scary your movement. before that. So. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, oh, so, yeah. so what did you, you gave it, 10? Yeah, 10. yeah, 10, not much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so theories, eh, there was nothing, right? I mean, there was we kind of discussed no. a little bit of theories back. So yeah, like, about Clara, but I'm saying like on Missing oh, in Heaven, no. we had nothing, so there's nothing here. Um, so guys, the uh, the game plan is next week we continue on with Series 8, going to Episode 8, Mummy on the Orient Express. Now, Are as a heads up, <laughs> as a heads up, uh, Jared said that that title uh, is a play off of Murder on the Orient Express which is an older movie. Well, so I don't know. And I was like, you know, I've never seen that movie. So mm-hmm. I don't know if this episode is a play off of the movie or just or if the it's title. just the title. I, I don't know because I've never seen the movie. So I'm, if we can find it murdered on if, the Orient Express. It, I didn't know that. No, it's murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. And like if we the can, person has been, Jared said he already, thought that yeah. that movie was on like, Amazon Prime or Netflix or something. So if it is, we might watch it first mm-hmm. and then watch Super this episode. So so uh, for your bonus homework for the yeah. overachievers out there, uh, before you watch Mummy on the Orient Express, make sure you watch Murder on the Orient Express. Possibly wasn't that a available to you book? on Netflix today? Um, probably uh, mm. could be. Yeah. So anywho, uh, guys, Noobs and the Hoobian is a production of Master <laughs> Closet Studios. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip. Our production editor is the other guy. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to tardis.wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the classic Who connection. And shout outs as always to Victor, Jared, and James for their Patreon support. You can find us at facebook.com slash noobs in the Whovian or twitter.com slash noobs And you can email us directly at noobs in the Whovian at gmail.com. Consider supporting us at patreon.com slash noobs in the Whovian and wherever you found us. Make sure that you subscribe, leave us a rating, throw some stars at our face, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name is Austin, I'm the Hoovy, and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the news. news. And until we see you again, be safe if you can, but always be amazing. Goodbye. Be whip. <laughs> 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 <laughs>